Gabe, don't sing. <laughs> Come on. I got your mic. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Welcome to Wednesday Midweek Fix. Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. As you can see or hear in the background, we're getting ready. We're, we're going to talk about beer and psalms. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to talk about beer and psalms because because this is uh, our kickoff at our conference. Yes. on Thursday night, seven PM, we got Love beer, it. wine, uh, treats for the kids. We got juice boxes for the kids coming. All this stuff. This is uh, we're the we're son so of God excited. Go, the, the son of God goes forth to war. Yeah, oh. we're so excited to be fellowshipping with you guys on yeah. Thursday night. We had to cut off registration, so I'm sorry for those who are wanting to register but can't register anymore. It's closed. We are working on other conferences, so stand by for that. Oh, um, save hurt. your pennies now. But uh, this show, this midweek fix, is brought to you by all the vendors. That are coming to our conference. <laughs> so this is where we're gonna spend the whole show talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we got one hat Techno- technologies, Westminster Effects, uh, Kepler Education, New St. Andrews, uh, the Think Institute, Personhood, Tennessee, End Abortion Now, Red State Reform, Canon Press, Deadly Men, Walking Podcast. We were on there recently. Yeah. Uh, School of Discipleship. That's a uh, 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 Pastor Greg's um, uh, School of Discipleship. Founders <laughs> Ministry, uh, New St. Andrews. Again, I don't have one twice. There's classical there's conversations. Robert Borton's classical conversations. Yes. Oh, He's yeah. been there uh, since day one. American Vision. Oh, what? Uncle Gary. Uncle Saint Gary. Mark Reformed Church. That's the CREC church there. They're okay. going to be both in there. I'm excited oh, to see sweet. those guys. The fellowship. Those Uncle guys. Gary's not even speaking. He's just coming to hang out. He's huh? just coming. He's a he's an OG. <laughs> I love that. Oh, he's an OG. I'm looking forward to him. Uh, Darren Doan and Wrath and Grace Jay. Brother oh yeah, Jay. my brothers from Wrath and yeah. Those are some brothers who've been down since day one too. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, that's for real. That's great. So there you go. No, that's that's the list. All that's right. the party. Oh, wow. and and as you can see, we got Mr. Aaron Snell in the studio, 145 pounds dripping wet. Whoa! And How did you know? <laughs> why, why do we need his well, weight? Really? I mean, we gonna dr- do me next? No. We, okay, good. Because no. I don't want to no. do that. <laughs> I don't want to do Cause that. Because the, the 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 dripping wet is a little yeah, different. <laughs> Come on. All right. Come on, Gabe. I sit like this every time. Uh, every time. Every time. Everybody every time, knows. Man. Hey, Aaron Snell is a full-time music teacher at Logos School. Yes. Um, here in town. Um, and A and refugee from California. Choir director. I wasn't going to mention that. Okay. Um, but uh, he's... Uh, how long have, radar. How long <laughs> have you been... Um, uh, conducting high school choirs. Yeah. Uh, boy, this would be my 18th year. Wow. And um, so prior to being at Logos, which is a dream come true for me, uh, for educational philosophy, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the Christian environment, yeah. and, the, and the way I can minister to the students, uh, it's just a dream come true. But, but prior to that, I was in the public schools. I was a, a high school choir teacher yeah. uh, in California. For 15 years right. before coming. so And you started yeah. seeing some stuff that made you think, I got to get out. Yeah, it was my intention to stay through as a, as a mission, yeah. as a, a ministry. Yeah. And uh, uh, several things came together at the same time, and one of them was realizing that it may not be feasible for me to to right. stay in that role right. the whole way through. So He mm. showed up, Aaron showed up in, in Moscow three years ago. Mm, two and a half, two and a half yeah. years ago, okay. and um, dang, it's I, been that long. I still, yeah. I still remember the very first concert you directed. Oh, it was oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, were you there? Yeah, the Christmas it was. concert yes, I was. Yeah, at Logos. Yeah, it I mean, was really good. and and no, no, um, no shadow 
on on the on the people that come before. Oh yeah, um, people have been laboring for for decades at Logos to yeah. teach kids to sing and to love mm-hmm. music and to love worshiping the Lord. Um, but we went up a few steps. You're just gonna say it like that, okay? I am. Okay. I, uh-huh. I mean, it was. I mean, I, I mean, I just said. I mean, yeah. preface it. No shade. I well, mean, actually, I think it's because of the foundation that was laid yeah, that but, we were able to even do. But yeah. but we. I mean, we got. Smacked in the face with something of that first con- concert where we said, "Oh my goodness, yeah. our, that sounds amazing!" And here's what's amazing: he's going to be leading the, the worship. He's so, <laughs> so he's coming to to, to Nashville. Nashville. So Franklin, setting the bar Franklin, up. Yeah. Franklin, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm getting you ready. Yeah. So you know, um, we are excited. Yeah, we, we extremely excited. Um, so we're going to be having we're kicking the whole conference off with uh, mm-hmm. Psalm Sing, Baron Psalms Thursday yeah. night. Um, meet and greet, hang out, and everything. But um, uh, Aaron's going to be teaching us some psalms and hymns yep. uh, that we're going to um, we're going to crank out. But then we're going to be singing throughout the conference. Yep. Um, there'll be psalms and hymns just kind of sprinkled through the rest That's of right. the conference, mm-hmm. and he'll stop and he'll teach us some of it. And mm-hmm. um, and he is going to make us sound as good as the Christmas concert at, at <laughs> right. <laughs> Pull out all my tricks. Yeah. <laughs> you just smiled real big. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you help people who are deaf in one ear? Uh, you put it really a- loud in the other ear. You know, one of the things I was thinking about this morning, Aaron, is that I've been a Christian my whole life, grew up in yeah. the church, I've been singing in church my whole life. And I thought about how many Psalms or songs of Psalms that I've had memorized. Mm-hmm. And that number was very, very, I can do probably count on one, two, three fingers. Mm-hmm. One and a half. Why haven't Psalms permeated our, our church worship mm. more to the point that I should have 50 or 60 of these built into my, my mind, blood, yeah. my blood that right. just come out of me? Right. Well, um, you know, and, and that is a good point. We learn, I mean, we, we, those of us who have kids, you know, we, we teach our kids the ABCs with the song. Right. You know, we, we use singing all the time, and it happens not just when I'm teaching music at Logos. It happens with the, all, the, all the elementary teachers. They're teaching those kids with songs mm. and chants, and, and that's part of how we're hardwired. Um, and so uh, the church in the last, you know, probably 100 years or so, a little over that, has missed the boat because um, uh, it's, it's largely abandoned psalm singing. Um, and, and I think, uh, I think, uh, I was thinking about this, where does that come from? Um, I think it comes from the church following the world in its musical approach rather than looking to the church mm-hmm. and the history of the church and what, what the church, uh, what the songs of the church are, which, you know, if, especially in the Reformation stream, that's psalm singing. And especially looking at scripture, and especially looking at scripture, and 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 saying, okay, yeah, we're you know, if as Pastor Doug will often say, we shouldn't be, we it's not that we should be only singing psalms, but we shouldn't be singing less than the psalms. We got a whole book. That's a right. song yeah. book in the Bible. Yeah. Well, even when other people in the Bible break out in song. Yeah. You know, you know, Miriam is singing mm-hmm. or or uh you know, uh, Hannah is singing or Mary is singing or you know, right. Zechariah is singing, yeah. you know, all these you know people breaking out songs. It's all it's like another psalm. Like they've been, they've been clearly like dripping in the psalm. You yeah. you sing what you've been steeped in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, don't like that. So yeah. <laughs> Cuz I so the conf, that we just got the mandate pushed back in on us. Right. And uh believe it or not, this is in this, Moscow. In Moscow, yeah. The and mask until mandate. Gen, not in Franklin. Until no, not yeah. in Franklin. <laughs> but we pushed it on until January 3rd or something like something that. Like that. Fifth, January. Oh, oh, January. Yeah. And just in time for epiphany. And you know what? And this is the thing that I noticed immediately my soul 
was completely aggravated. Yeah. And I started singing, the son of God goes on. And I just goes started. Goes forth the war. Goes, yeah. <laughs> I got you. But, that, but that's I my, you. but you know what though? I, that melody rung up in my spirit. It's yeah. like, it's time to go to battle. Yeah. yeah. And it's time to go to battle even first with myself, right? Okay. Cause yeah. my anger yeah. wasn't positioned yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I started looking at the word of God and the Psalms and start singing that, I started thinking about this is his battle. He's gone off the war and I'm cheering him on. And how do I do that? Right. So another question I have, why are, why are we singing Psalms? Mm. Uh, well, so, Obviously, we already touched on the the scripture scriptural call to sing psalms. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a direct command, and so mm-hmm. uh, we should you know it, it's sort of like uh, if you've got a plan, you've got a list of things you're going to do, and you put at the top of the list the things you've got to get done. Right and at the bottom of the list, you put the things that if if we can, we'll get to right. And so uh, that's that's really our approach. We're not only singing psalms, but boy, we're we're wanting to model uh, what if we start there. You know, mm. let's let's mm. start with Psalms, and 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 the one of the beauties of the Psalter uh, for the Christian is that uh, God has given us the Psalter for the church, for the life of the church, for the life of the Christian, and and pretty much every situation, like you said, you're going you're, yeah. you're going to yeah. meet uh, whether it's discouragement over um, you know a battle you're facing or um, or feeling. Uh, abandoned or it's or there. rejoicing yeah. because you see the blessings all of those things are there and they're they're given uh given voice given uh you know uh given expression uh in an inspired right. psalm this yeah. is this is god saying you want to sing about that here's how yeah mm. and, and those are prayers too so i mean psalms yeah. are <laughs> prayers to god and god is telling us here here are words to pray to me, mm-hmm. cry out to me in your distress. Yeah. Cry, cry out to me when you're surrounded by enemies. Cry out to me when I've delivered you. Here's the words. Here, here's yeah. ten of them. Here's yeah. ten songs. Yeah. Um, well, we need I, way it, more psalm singing in politics. And What's that? We need way more oh, psalm singing uh, in politics. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't get That's it. That's right. Well, and and God gave us. I mean, obviously, like what Aaron's point. God gave us this hymnal. He gave us the Psalter. It's inspired. It's inspired from him. And right. and then one thing you actually learn going through the Psalms, just reading through it and then singing through it, is is this is how God wants us to talk to him. Right. Mm. You know, this is That's God's, true. you know, way of teaching us of how to come to him. And you read you know, I've been reading through the Psalms this past uh, several weeks. I'm in Psalm I'm just reading right straight through it. So I'm in Psalm thirty, thirty one. And uh what you see is that you kind of see this this back and forth between David and God. Mm-hmm. And and David David you know cries out to God and then God acts. David um, you know asks where God is and God shows up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and you know you you read our hymns or you sing our hymns and there's no asking, there's no begging, there's no and and God acts in the Psalms. That's you know one of the, that's one of the beauties of singing the Psalms is like we're actually asking God to act on our behalf to save us from our peril, and, save us from and, our mask it's, wearing. It's <laughs> not only it's not only singing to God. It's not teaching us how to sing to God, um, but Scripture says, uh, "Speak to one another in spiritual songs, right. hymns, and songs." That's right. And and so it's teaching us how to talk to one another mm-hmm. and how to encourage one another in in with priorities that are God's priorities, not ours. And you see this in contemporary worship, which I you know um, just a quick quick bio on me. I you know I've I've trained classically as a musician, trained in the musical styles of the renaissance and the reformation and and uh, all those all those periods <laughs> right um but I, I in my church experience background um 
I, it, you know, it was a very contemporary sort of mm. sort of background, and it's been a a progression over the years to finally come to an environment like this. And, stuff, yeah. and and so um, so I understand uh, the the class uh, the contemporary Christian world, yeah. um, but but what it's doing, I mentioned this a second ago. What it's doing is taking our cues of how to talk to God, mm. how to talk to each other from the world, yeah. from the musical. Every every culture has musical expressions they have they have a musical idiom yeah and so it's it's taking that as the template and then filling in with christianese mm-hmm. and and often heartfelt expressions sure mm-hmm. but but the content matters the the form matters mm-hmm. and so the the um what the church used to do was look at what does the Bible say, how do we talk to God? How do we talk to one another? What is important in there? And the, the, the difference that that makes over the long haul in a Christian body is remarkable. There, yeah. And it's not something that you, that's right. It, that's it, exactly sometimes right. it takes it's transformational. Time. And, 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 you know, for the conference, maybe a lot of people coming are coming from a church that has sort of the Jesus is my boyfriend sort of. Mm. Kind of you know uh, environment yeah. and and they'll they'll like it's like going to be like running into a brick wall yeah at yeah. first Just like that yeah and 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 it'll 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 be sort of a jarring a little bit yes yeah. it's going to be what is this and and it may take some time and so uh, so uh, I want to encourage those people who who are we're we're going through it we're singing it for the first time maybe you've never even looked at printed music on a page it's only ever been up on the screen, screen yeah. and you're looking at and there's all these black dots on these lines and it's like <laughs> what is going on here and all these parts your your neighbor singing one part and this other person singing another part what do i do uh be, give yourself some grace in that and some patience some room yeah. um and 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 trust me that that if you start down this road uh it's sort of like you know if you if you drink floofy coffee and and then you start taking the floof out, and and pretty soon you've got black coffee. Some cross you don't coffee, you don't yeah. want to go back to <laughs> yeah. the the floofy. Yes, plug or it's like you know it, you never had a really good steak dinner before. You, right, you right. only ever had pork know, chops. You know what? Uh, <laughs> or hot dogs, yeah. or you know whatever. No. You know the the microwave. Um, you know whatever. Yeah, and then some somebody makes you a slow roast. Uh, you know something or other, and and initially it's sort of like, well, this doesn't have the. E- it's not as easy. Come to, on now, and and then you come but, on now. But, you, but by the third, fourth, fifth bite, there's something in there that's good, but it's a little chewier. There's yeah. a little bit more to it than you than you used to. A little more but, spice, but it's good. Yeah, I, I had this. Yeah. I had a similar experience. I grew up in a fairly contemporary um, uh, um, slice of um, worship worship style, yeah. and uh, and and. Coming out here 22 years ago, it was definitely, it took me about a, a six, nine months for me to kind of really um, give in. I, I, I was sort of like, I was yes. like, I mean, we sang some hymns and psalms growing up, but it was sort of like, you know, whatever, the blended worship kind of thing. And I right. always sort of secretly thought, yeah, the old stuff is kind of okay, and you should do that some, uh, but really the contemporary stuff is where it's at. It's fun. And, yeah. uh, and, but we, we would do psalm sings here when I first got out here. And, um, remember going to, uh, Grouchy's house and other people's like, and we just packed yeah. this place out and the, and we would learn to sing parts. And, and that was the part that really won me over was how robust it was, mm-hmm. how energetic, how yeah. enthusiastic, but yeah. then the beauty of hearing the different voices In with four different parts. lines. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we've picked a list of songs to sing. I mean, some of them are even more sort of, uh, granola. Right. In the Psalter. Some of them are a little crunchier. 
We, we've picked a number of them that we think we're going to win you on. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, th- th- these are ones that we love, and they're um, we, sometimes we call them psalm candy. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're, really? Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't know that. I in, like that. In, in the back, I like that. In the back room with the pastors, we're I, like, how about some psalm I'm candy? I'm psalm yeah. candy. Um, but it's, you know, <laughs> it, it's a little more accessible. Um, yeah. They have, the, you know, the Son of God goes forth the warts. You hear that, and if you're a man, and you have red, red blood inside you, yeah. you're yeah. ready to fight. You're yeah. ready, to, Charge. Go, you're ready yeah. to go to war. And we've yeah. picked a number of songs like that. Some of them are going to be challenging. They're going to have some, some weaving parts, and Aaron is going to be the maestro, and he's going to make it sing that's that's one of the things too i want to say it's not it's not just our our um jesus is your boyfriend type churches i've seen even our more reformed solid biblical churches that i love to death will have some fire come down to the altar please jesus save me baptize me right now kind of preaching and then fluffy music yeah yeah and and, and we haven't been able to marry and it's and it seems like Man, where is the type of singing that matches the preaching? Well, well that's, there's the there, here's the thing is I don't think churches understand the tension that they create between their preaching and their yeah. kind of frilly worship. Yeah, yeah. and one but the, but the thing is one ends up winning out over time, and, and the Either, music wins, and the music often wins, and then right, your preaching Aaron, music always and then wins. Your preaching gets soft. <laughs> So you might have hard, good, yeah. strong biblical preaching, but then their soft music ends up winning over time, and then you, well, you or, lose or, that. Or what happens is you get culture. A, you get a bunch of troops that are happy to have a very strong general, but then don't know that they're actually a part of a military. Right? You're part of a bigger platoon. You're, 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 you're watching the general up there, but you're not standing in That's formation. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So and and the the um, Toby, you said you know the music wins out. Yeah, music um, was designed by God. To, to have that formation um, impact on us, like we were talking about with, with learning. And, and a minute ago when I said that the, the, the long-term effect of singing psalms yeah. mm-hmm. um, is, is life-changing in the life of a church because uh, it, a couple things come together. Number one, the, 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 the content, the, the psalms themselves, the text, lead you to sing things that you would not normally sing. Mm-hmm. They, they, and you're singing like real, yeah. true doctrine. You're singing real, true doctrine. You're singing things often far more aggressive or, see, yeah. or, or maybe aggressive isn't the right word, but... Oh, but, no. No, no, okay. no, no, no. It's far more aggressive than anything you would ever imagine Spartan-esque. in a contemporary. So, yeah. and, and that contrast happens. You, yeah. get this, you get this sort of call to charge in a, yeah. in a, in a sermon, and, and uh, thank you, Lord, uh, this, uh, which is not, you know, it's not a bad sentiment, but it doesn't, it doesn't match up. And the Psalter was given to be the, mm. the, the, the song of the army. Right. You know, they, the, the, the Israelites sent their choir out in front of their army. Preach, preacher. Yep. Yeah. To sing, yep. to lead into battle. Right. And, and so there is, there is that in the Psalter. So you get a church that's singing, you're going to be touching on imprecatory psalms. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no contemporary when, worship yeah, ever the, does when's that. When's the last time yeah. you sang a contemporary worship song that asked God to destroy your enemies? To, right. They don't <laughs> have any to enemies. To break in their, their teeth in their mouth. And, and right. that'd be the chorus. <laughs> break their teeth in their mouth. I mean, that, that. And, and, and I yeah. think you're absolutely right. The, there's an old uh, Latin um, phrase that the church fathers used, uh, lex arandi, lex credendi. Right. The, the law of prayer or the law of worship, how you worship, how you pray, affects, impacts the law of belief, yes. what you yes. believe. Uh-huh. Yes. Why do we have such an impotent church? Why do we have a church that believes that the, the, the chief 
fruit of the spirit is niceness. Yeah. And yeah, not offending right. anybody. That's right. Because we don't because, read the Psalms. Because we've been worshiping right. with latte worship. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what we, I mean, that's, that's yeah. what it's been light and fluffy. Yeah. And nobody has any enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're scared if somebody doesn't like us or says, yep. you know. But if you're singing the Psalms, you'd be like, if I have enemies, hey, I'm right, I'm right in the thick of it. Yeah. That's and, right. That's right. And this is why I don't put ice cubes in my scotch. Because <laughs> you, <don't, laughs> you don't water yeah. down your segue, scotch. You know what I'm saying? The segue was a there's an analogy uh, there. Hey, you come over here. Oh <laughs> but uh, I think to answer David's question earlier, the reason why we don't sing the Psalms is because we don't like what it says. Right. You know, yeah, Psalm, we think I, we know better than God. One of one of my litmus tests for going to a church is I walk in the church and said, could, could we sing Psalm 137? Could this church sing Psalm 137 that ends with, uh, happy shall he be who takes and dashes your little ones against the rocks. Yeah. Can you bring that in? Can you sing this psalm in your church? Would you offend the mothers well, in yeah, that no, church? No, we can sing it after we run it through the message translation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when, yeah. when it says the exact opposite by the end, it's all said and done. Yeah. You know, one, one thing... Uh, I want to call you Dr. Snail. (laughs) But one thing, would you speak to, again, I want to make this really clear. When you taste this, because this sounds all good, but when it comes practical, especially for me, coming culturally from a charismatic background to an evangelical kind of free circle, and then to this very hardcore scotch, uh, (laughs) how how do we get... To t- start to enjoy the taste right. of this, well, in such a short amount of time, and the reason first to third, the reason it's shocking to us. I said two things come together: the the content of the psalms that were, the words we're singing. The other thing that comes with it, though, is the the unfamiliarity and the oldness of the musical expression. Mm-hmm. And the reason that happens is because we don't have. There's nothing wrong with contemporary. At one time, that music was contemporary. Sure. Right, right. There's nothing inherently wrong with contemporary. It's that we have no contemporary psalter that matches the, the, the words with beautiful music, and we have to go back. And it's sort of like um, in Prince Caspian when the, uh, you know, the, the, the four kids go back to Narnia. They don't recognize it's Narnia. They don't recognize their castle, yeah. but they start to realize something's going on here. This is, this is sort of familiar. And they discover their treasure room and they bring out all these old treasures that have been just lying, uh, in this for hundreds of years, room for hundreds, thousands of years that, you know, that, that, that they were rediscovering. And it's really interesting. Um, Susan is very apprehensive. Like she does not want to go down the tunnel. She, she's like, she's like very much out of her comfort zone doing this. Yeah. Uh, but the boys won't, they're like, no, there's an adventure here. And they go and they get, and they discover the treasure. And, and that's what we have to do musically because of the, the paucity, the, the poorness of our current mm. church culture, um, has nothing to give us. And so we go back to when they were thinking, when the church was thinking about these things and thinking about, let's sing the scriptures, let's sing the Psalms, and let's do it in a way, and this is, this is very reformational thinking, let's do it in a way that is all about congregational singing. It's not a professional upfront. Mm. That was the medieval, yeah. that was medieval practice. Professional upfront, person in the pew, I mean, they were doing all these ornate things, and the person in the pew was just sort of sitting and... Sounds familiar. And, and right? Sounds like our modern that's worship. That's where services. we're back yeah. to. Basically, basically where we got yeah. to. And yeah. that's what the Reformation uh, turned on its head and said, no, we are, it's about congregational singing. That's why hymns are often four parts. That's why you have a soprano, uh, alto, tenor, bass, because those are the vocal ranges of everybody in your congregation. Yeah. That, that's so that the... The, the the young kids and the and the and the moms with high voices can sing high and the de- the tenors can sing and the basses can sing and the altos and everybody has a part yeah. Yeah. that fits that weaves harmoniously together mm-hmm. uh, that that is a picture in itself in the music 
of what's happening when the church is singing. Yeah. So those things match in a way that our contemporary music is inept at doing. A good, a good test of this is, you know, I, I ask sometimes, you know, if can you sing that song um, around the grave when, yeah. you're, when you're doing a burial, Ugh. a funeral? Could you do that, you know, all, without without electric guitars, without the drum kit, without the you know the amplification, yeah, um, without any musical instrument? If you had to, if you were in the catacombs, yeah, if you're if you're hiding in the basement and you're and you're going to sing together, could you sing it together? Yeah, and it's a pretty good test of whether it's a congregational song yeah. or it was made for professionals. Correct, and mm. and and. And that's one of the marks of the old congregational singing was you could you could gather together and you could sing it together yeah. and it and it was a blessing. And one of the initial hurdles that may happen at the conference to get over is people having to actually do the work. Yeah, that's, because, that's yeah. A, because you better that's speak right. on okay, that. Okay, so so uh, we are you know you maybe you've been to a conference before and there's the professional group up front leading the music yeah. that's been hired to do that right yeah. and you're along for the ride. It's not going to be like that. Uh, we're not going to have a band. There's not going to be instruments. I'll have a keyboard or piano to help us learn parts, but it's going to be the conference attendees, right. the, con- the congregation. The Our voices that's, are the main instruments. That's it. I mean, and and so um, and what happens though? Uh, you know, you so you take these older hymns that that oh gosh, these melodies just are kind of strange to me. You know, they were they were actually very not strange to the people who wrote them. That that was sure. very. In their culture, the rhythms are kind of, oh, this is, this is awkward at first. But what you find, just like if you start singing those, that text, singing those words, it will invigorate your congregation in, in, in a way yeah. you just can't imagine. The same thing happens when you really own the way we sing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we sing it with, with gusto and right. with, with, uh, you know, uh, hearty voices. Right. Um, then that is, saying something to us we're we're speaking to each other musically at that point right. we're, we're not just speaking the words and and teaching each other with the words we're teaching each other about how to approach the world and how we sing uh, those those two things go hand in hand forever october 1st through 3rd the mercies of the lord endure forever and day yep Never and if you're not there Oh my goodness, you guys are going to miss a great Beer time. Yeah, but you can sign up though if, if you're not a Fight Laugh Feast Club member, you want to be right now because you're going to be there to be able to enjoy the psalm sings. Here, everybody's going to be speaking there at the conference. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. And made the Jews to pass between Never and day But drowned old Pharaoh and his host Never and day Through wastelands led his people through